0: Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast.
1: Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. I think it's um. I think it's the end of week 12. This is the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast, by the way. We have reached the end of week 12. It's Tuesday, November 26th. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me. What's up? Uh, Rick's having a tough time staying awake right now. Uh, <laughs> that's all I'll say. Um, today, we got a lot to get to waiver wire ads, streaming options, quick reactions. Um, we're going to start with the news. Before we get into the news from the week, check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at theFFChamps on Twitter, at thefantasychampions on Instagram. Uh, go to facebook.com forward slash thefantasychampions. Now, I do want to note. If somebody wants to write Twitter, an email, and just say, allow people to use extended uh, usernames, then we could just make our username universal so no one would be confused by what our Twitter handle is and our Instagram handle is. It would be as simple as that. Yeah, but that would make life too easy. It would make life way too easy. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. Uh, Click the bell on YouTube for notifications if you're listening on YouTube. Uh, Leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. Let's get to the news. The Patriots, uh, I guess we talked a little bit about this last week, uh, what was going on. And we, we floated the idea of po- the possibility of maybe a return for Antonio Browns the New England Patriots. Well, reports from uh, inside the Patriots organization is that they are kicking the tires. Oh, the proverbial tires on Antonio Brown. Uh the athletics Jeff Howe reports the Patriots are not interested in resigning for agent Antonio Brown.
0: So what report said that they were kicking the tires?
1: I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember who reported it. But they were I, mean, I think it was it might have been a rap report. But that could be wrong. So then right after a day after because analysts like to have small or not analysts, reporters like to have small battles with each other. As yeah, who's right and who's wrong. Uh, Jeff Howe reports that they're not interested in re-signing him. I Remember really on? don't think they're going to re-sign him. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, <laughs> but it would be fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. The Patriots fan in you is uh, like, yeah, we could kind of uh, use him. Yeah, but somebody in our league picked him up. Oh, he dropped him. Picked him up, then dropped him, yeah. All right, yeah. And that's going to
1: happen in like every league. Yeah, he's gonna keep getting picked up, picked up, and then dropped after a day. It'll be like, oh god, why am I holding on to this guy? Yeah, uh, I don't think he's gonna sign, but I think there's a sh- there's a shot. There is a better chance than Antonio Bre- Bre- to- <sighs> Antonio Brown resigns to the Patriots than in- then you um, Rob Gronkowski coming back. <laughs> that took a lot to say. Yeah, uh, Gronk That's is fair. also getting extremely pissed off that people continue to ask him, "Have you watched like Fox at all?" Not really. Every time he comes on, they ask him if he's coming back, and he's he's it's he's visibly becoming upset by it. Well, like he's kind of putting him on on himself a little bit. It it was I think it was a joke the video of him announcing his big party in Miami. Yeah. It was kind of like a it was like a, oh come back and play football like it was a joke. Like I'm not coming back to play football. Well, people against. have
0: he, said he, like he's, he's got a big announcement coming. He promoted a big announcement. It's obviously going to get Patriots fans excited. But
1: even when it's after that, they continue to ask him the question like No, we, I know, yeah. We know he's not coming no, back. No, you shouldn't ask him, but I'm just saying he he works for your network and he he's getting asked the question by the other Yeah. Guys. It doesn't make sense. Um so Jets Signed a uh, uh, an extension with uh, tight end... Uh, Chris Herndon. Gr- Chris Herndon. I mean, uh, Ryan, yeah, Ryan Griffin slash Chris Herndon. Ryan Herndon. Ryan Herndon. And uh, they, he is signing a three-year contract extension. So in fantasy terms, this is bad news bears for... Yeah. Chris Herndon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Ryan Griffin uh, is showing that he can continue to succeed in the Jets' offense. I We knew all along that they like to throw the tight ends. Yep. More specifically, Adam Gase. Um so we'll see what happens with Ryan Griffin. Uh ESPN's Adam Schefter reports that George Frickin' Kittle has been dealing with a broken bone in his ankle, which he played through last night. <laughs> and dominated. And dominated. Uh he's a monster. I'm pretty sure he's taking some form of morphine straight into his leg. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised he can would not feel doubt it. that. Uh, Mason Rudolph was benched in the third quarter of the Steelers' Week 12 game against the Bengals. He sucks. They are tossing around the idea of heading in the different direction uh, at quarterback. Yeah, according be, to Ian Rappaport. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Hunter Renfro broke a rib and punctured his lung on Sunday. That seems intense. Yeah, and then Matt Matthew Stafford. Uh, in the lines of discussed sitting for the rest of the
0: season. No. Um that report came out or well, not that report, but when he originally got the back injury, there was somebody that said like this is a type of injury that you probably should sit out the entire yeah. season. But because it's Matt Stafford, he tried to play psychopath. the very next week, yeah. Yeah. But um he I would not be surprised at all if Stafford doesn't play another game this season.
1: Yeah. Um We'll see what happens On that Stafford I guess He's only 31 years old So Yeah I would I, That's why yeah, I'd He probably up. shut him down yeah. If it was anybody else Stafford's a psychopath They're, they're not gonna make the playoffs He freaking broke his shoulder And threw a touchdown passing. Yeah <laughs> So he's freaking insane Um Jakeem Grant Suffered an ankle injury Um This is the Like Nine millionth wide receiver on the uh, <laughs> the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, it looks to be serious, and he looks to not play, which spells even better things for Devontae Parker and the continued success of He's already been pretty solid. Uh, Ian report reports that Eric Ebron will be placed on injured reserve. What? So not only was I right about Eric Ebron busting this year, but he also is going on injured reserve. So, um, does did, this mean the Jack Doyle? I, I doubt it. Your guy? So, the interesting thing is that coming into the season, my takes on Jack Doyle were specifically because of Andrew Bluck. Yeah. And his, um, the amount that he threw to the, um, the, the tight end position. But Brissett doesn't throw the tight end position as much as, no, he doesn't. As much he as he kind of just throws to the open man. Yeah. So, um, I'm thinking that, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter that Ebron's out. I mean, I I guess it gives a tiny bump to Jack Doyle, but I doubt that Jacoby Brissett's going to throw any more than he did to Jack Doyle. Uh, Jaguars coach Doug Marone said he hasn't considered a quarterback change after losing two straight under quarterback Nick Foles. Oh. He's... Okay, he's generic. He's exactly what you expect him to be. I know. See, the thing is, when he was with the Eagles, is that he wasn't good, but he was a lot of things made up for that. And uh, now he's sitting here, and every time he gets his own thing, he just blows. Yeah, and he hasn't been. It's not like he's minutes. been terrible. They were he's losing just, forty-two to seven, I think. <sighs> the start of the third quarter. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they, they got down real fast. Um, do you think he should be benched? For uh, mm. <laughs> There are rumors floating around. I've heard it from some birdies. That this offseason, they will trade Nick Foles.
0: Trade Nick Foles or Minshew? Trade Nick
1: Foles and okay. not Minshew. Interesting. But Nick Foles has this massive contract, you idiot, signed. So yeah, there's
0: that. They're going to have to... With that, Nick Foles to the Pats.
1: Uh no, I don't like that. At all. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Like that. So we get we press one old quarterback with another old quarterback. <laughs> he's not that old, isn't he? Like thirty. Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah, which means we get like five years. Yeah. It's not true. like he's eating avocado ice cream, ice cream, <laughs> and training like LeBron. Uh, according to NFL Networks, Ian Rapoport, this uh, I already I already talked about that. Falcons coach Dan Quinn expects Devonta Freeman to resume practicing this week. Um, so I don't know that you want to put. Devonta Freeman in your lineup at this point I mean he was getting like 11 points a game before he got hurt yeah so uh, Gold, Golden Tate entered the league's concussion protocol not sure why but now you got Sterling Shepard and uh, and Darius Slayton from nowhere continuing to appear
0: I think he had 80 Ball. yards this week did he and I think yeah, Daniel like Jones only threw like
1: 160 So <laughs> there you go Um, And then the Seahawks, this is is a point that we'll probably want to talk about for a little bit. The Seahawks, actually, you know what? We will save the conversation about this to our quick reaction segment. But Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll said there's no reason to not get the ball, I mean, or not get Rashad Penny back in with Chris Carson in week 13 against the Vikings. Hinting at an RBBC between... How many times did they do this? Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. All right. So let's get into our quick reactions. Um, We're going to discuss some of our biggest thoughts and takeaways from week 12. Let's start with that very thing as a segue. Okay. Because last week we spent an hour talking about the same thing twice. So there's that. Um, Chris Carson is losing control of his job because uh, of his one problem. That's fumbling. (laughs) He's spectacular in every aspect of the game, except he fumbles like every week. And uh, so the, in this game, early in the game, I believe, against the um, <clears throat> Seahawks, he fumbled. It was against the uh, Eagles. Uh, Eagles, I'm sorry. sorry. I said Seahawks. <laughs> they are the Seahawks. Um, against the Eagles. He fumbled early in the game, and then they started to go with the hot hand is what they said. Uh, and they gave it to Rashad Penny, who had a very good day while Chris Carson struggled with the work that he got. Um, So I feel like this has been – as good as Chris Carson has been this year, fantasy football-wise and in real life, the one problem that has been like sitting behind him, like waiting to overtake him, is the fumbles. And when you have a first-round running back – Sitting behind you, who doesn't fumble football? Yeah, I could probably play. Well, Penny
0: had, has fumbled; he does fumble a
1: decent amount. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's the coaching staff. Yeah, but so is Chris Carson losing control of his job at this point? Um,
0: l- losing control is a strong term. I like strong that, words. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I go that far. I like exaggerating. Um, but Penny's definitely gonna get work. But this happened earlier this season. People yeah. forget. Like, this isn't the first time that happened. Remember when Carson fumbled, like, two times in week three? Yeah. And they're like, we're going to give Penny the work, and then Penny blew the next week. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's see really what see let's see what happens it. this week. I feel like... Um, but Penny is going to get more carries, and I think he should, because you spent a first-round pick on him. Like, and I'm not even talking fancy-wise, but, like, the Seahawks should be using Penny more. Right. Considering how much they invested in him. Uh, and he is a good player. Right.
1: But... Fantasy-wise? I think, I think the problem is, and I've seen this many times with these, these, these second-year rookie running backs this year, we saw Ronald Jones. Oh, we're going to give Ronald Jones more work. The following week, they give Ronald Jones more work. He has a decent game. but And they go right back. It's not. It's not necessarily that they go right back. It's that they don't. They haven't built enough momentum in their career to have an opportunity to succeed. So then, when they face a tough matchup the following week and absolutely suck, it's because they're a young running back and they haven't built any momentum up. Like they don't. They don't like Dalvin Cook started the season so freaking hot that it just carried out throughout the rest of the year, and he's a freaking awesome running back. I think Rashad Penny's talented, and I think Ronald Jones is talented, but they're just not given enough opportunity. So if you're going to go with Chris Carson, go with Chris Carson. Pick a direction. No, I agree. agree. But, like, stop stop playing with this. Pete Carroll loves to play with this idea in his head that he's going to go RBBC, and then he always goes back. And he d- like, he
0: doesn't want to go RBBC. He wants to it, have a guy.
1: But like last year, they started it. It was like eight nine weeks. No, of the I know. Season. But how did it was they finish? it was Carson. It was Davis. It was Penny, and it was like a different guy every week. And then they finished the season. He wants to go with a main running back, but for some reason he keeps getting <laughs> because back, you know why It's be- because he has two good running backs, so he has to use both. So stupid. Well, yeah, you, it's the same thing with Denver. <laughs> they drafted yeah. Royce Freeman to be the guy. And then all of a sudden, because Chris Carson was an undrafted free agent. Yeah, by the Chris
0: way. Carson is the Phil Lindsay of this. It's exactly,
1: it's the same situation. Is that you got this young, talented running back sitting on the bench because you had an undrafted rookie free agent earn the job and who's playing outplaying the other person? So my thing is like, why waste your time? Like at Denver is Denver. But Seattle wants to go with a main running back. Why waste your time with Rashad Penny? Why not trade him at the deadline for like I would a second have traded Penny,
0: Penny, but honestly in the offseason I might try to trade Carson. You probably couldn't get
1: a second round pick him, but you you get the the picture. Yeah. So as far as fantasy is concerned, if they do if they do give the ball more to Rashad Penny, which we bent down this this is the, our waiver wire show. We're going to talk about Rashad Penny and whether he's pick Yeah. In a few minutes. But I just feel like you're going to pick up Rashad Penny. This is what's going to happen to me. Like, you're going to pick up Rashad Penny. Chris Carson's going to get all the work, and you're going to drop Rashad Penny. That's basically yeah, that's what this is going to be. Yeah. If, if you, you have any waiver budget left, which we'll talk about later, but, like, I just... I, I I am a... I like Chris Carson, and I like Rashad Penny. So, I like, I want both of them to succeed, succeed, but I don't think that both can succeed in that environment. No. If they do, assuming they do give Rashad Penny more work, this hurts Chris Carson. Yeah. Um... I think the value that you thought you had in Chris Carson if you own him is. <laughs> and you can speak more to that because you have him in like two leagues. But uh, Chris Carson, like, I think on the ECR and on uh, Fantasy Pros, he's ranked I think he's at a- eight yeah. or nine. He's a low end RB1. Um, I think this takes him out of the low. If you're in a 12 team league, he's probably still a low end RB1. But if you're in like a 10 team league, so I think you'd say this it drops him like him, two spots. you yeah, like 11 or 12. I would say okay. So three um, or four spots. Like he's no different to me than Melvin Gordon, probably. I think Melvin Gordon's better than Chris Carson. I own both. Well, I mean, in real life, yes, but I'm, I'm no, talking no, fantasy. No. I know fantasy
0: was show. too. I would take Melvin Gordon over Chris Carson.
1: That's a discussion for a different day. Yes, okay, but all right. anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, Chris Carson's not going to be the same guy that you wanted him to be. If he is your, if you're fighting for a playoff spot, you're just fighting to get in. And Chris Carson is your number one running back, your RB one. You're in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. You're in big trouble. Um, Leonard Fournette hit pay dirt. Finally. (sighs) I told you a story where I ran around my house and screamed he scored when he scored a one-yard touchdown run. How hard is it for this man to get into the end zone? He has so many opportunities, and um, Jacksonville just blows. So. They just can't get the ball in the red zone, and then when they yeah. do, they make like stupid decisions, like chuck it up to Chark in their tight end five times, and it's like maybe you should try to give it to your other playmakers too. Um, so finally, Leonard Fournette scores. Is this the be- all all Leonard Fournette owners want right now? Is just as a Leonard Fournette owner, I just want one touchdown a week for the is, rest of the is season. Is Jacksonville's offense good enough for that? To no. <laughs> We see what Leonard Fournette... In this game, you saw what Leonard Fournette could be. Yeah. 32 fantasy points and half PPR. Um, So it's like... he's a, He could be a monster in fantasy football if he just scored touchdowns. It's as simple as that. It wasn't even like...
0: I mean, four yards per carry is decent. I guess yeah. that's pretty good. Um, But it's not like he was
1: crazy on the ground. He just got a lot of work. Yeah. No, that, that's literally what... So but that's a good thing. Like that's, In our league... I was in the, I think I was back into the second round and then I was early third round. And so in the third round, I was like, I'm definitely taking a running back. But I'm like, I have the pick of all the running backs in the third and the fourth round at this point. So, like, which ones do I want? So, I went through them like, we have Carrion, we have Aaron Jones, we have Leonard Fournette, we have Devonta Freeman. And I was like, I don't like Freeman because he's old. I don't really like is because he hasn't really proven himself yet. Right. And it's, like, kind of a risky pick. It was To me, it was between Aaron Jones and Leonard Fournette. Lo and behold, both of them are, like, battling it out for... Five right now, yeah. Um, but I took Leonard Fournette over Aaron Jones just because I didn't really believe in. I would have taken Matt Lafleur too. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Four, uh, Fournette has been. He can be if 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 Jacksonville just gets into the red zone a little bit more. <laughs> Leonard Fournette can be a league winner, um, and this is a question that is asked on you know every fantasy football podcast ever. If you listen to fantasy football podcasts, you probably heard this question, a million times. But. I got this question for you. You can answer it. Okay. Just off the top of your head. Um, every year, there's one or two players that are on almost every, every championship, championship team. team. Yeah. Last year, Christian McCaffrey came out of nowhere. He was your third, fourth round pick. He was a guy that boom. was like, yeah, he, he was a guy that won you your leagues. You won last year and you had Christian McCaffrey. Um, this year, who is that guy? Fournette's a good guess. I'd have to
0: look. To be honest. But I, Fournette's like, honestly and I'm not and you have him on your team. Yeah. So I don't want to hype you up too much. But he no I mean that is a good guess because his re- rest of the season schedule too is really good. That's what I would probably look at. Yeah. Who's been great already this season? Yeah. And who's gonna also finish strong. Right. Like the playoff schedules are gonna matter. Uh and Fournette I think plays I think so he plays Tampa which has improved on the run but right. it's still Tampa Bay. Then he plays that's, the Chargers that rank 26th against running backs. That's next week right 13th. Yep. And then he plays the Raiders and Falcons.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's 3 of 4 gross. 3
0: of 4 good matchups. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I mean, in your playoffs are what are key there. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 14, plenty, 15. 16. There's plenty of guys that have really good games and breakouts and all that stuff, and then they get to, like, the playoffs, and they're just complete, wor- completely worthless because they're, they're – ske- like Dak Prescott. A lot of people would be, oh, my God, Dak and Russell Wilson. Those guys, those guys are going to win champion. No, they're not <laughs> because Dak is facing maybe the hardest schedule for quarterbacks left besides Josh Allen, and those two guys, like, yeah. literally – it's just – I don't know. But for me, you know who it is. It's between three guys. Okay, it's Fournette. If he if he can score more touchdowns towards the end of the season, he could definitely be a league winner. Um, Dalvin Cook, who has a way. Well, he's 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 kind of
0: an obvious one. I wouldn't even consider him a league winner because at this
1: point, he's like. Well, no, I just I mean like where people draft. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sure. Then. But you were
1: you were able to get like, like if 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 the ADP held up Mm -hmm. in our league that was who i was going to draft in the second round but he ended up falling into the or not falling but he got drafted like with like the 14th pick maybe yeah. So, um, but, like, he, where he got drafted.
0: Chris Godwin. If you're going by that, then Chris Godwin yeah, right. could be another league winner, right. too. Another,
1: he's a fourth-round pick who ended up being a wide, what is he, top three wide receiver he's right now. He's number two right now, I think. So, um, he's been very good. Nick Chubb, In, maybe? Yeah, not anymore, actually. But. <laughs> yeah, Chubb has been disappointed. He would have been before his bye. But, uh, yeah, you see Fournette, Dalvin Cook, Chris Godwin. Those three guys have, like, really easy is schedules. Is Michael Thomas? I know
0: he was, like, a... Uh, Early second round pick, but the way he's played this year, would you consider him a league winner? I would, actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're going to see a lot of champions. I would actually agree with that. You see a lot of champions. Do you know
0: what Michael Thomas has scored his last four weeks?
1: (laughs) Yeah, 20 points a game.
0: 21, 21, 21, 21.
1: (laughs) He's a monster. That is insane. Tell me the targets. It's 12 a game, right? Uh, 11, 14, 10, 11. It's ridiculous. It's freaking unbelievable. Um. Yeah, I would there's going to be a lot of championship teams with Mike Thompson. Yeah. So he's been a monster. But everyone asked that question. Um I think it's like three, four guys that were just you know and we I think we hit on all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those probably all of them. Um Baker, is he back? Uh he played the Dolphins or not? Yeah. So. <laughs> he played the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, I think
0: but I've been saying the last few weeks that he's been he's been okay and he plays Pittsburgh this week, so I mean, we'll see the revenge game. But um, uh, but after that he got he has Arizona and Cincy, so he could have two good games right there.
1: So um, I mean, more, think, ner- he's at home. Is he at home against Pittsburgh or on the road? He's on the road. See, I'm more That's nervous be- about Baker on the road than I am. Like if he faces a tough matchup at home, I feel a little bit better about it. Yeah. But there are going to be a lot of people that see Baker and go, oh, he had, he had what was it, 18, 19, 20-plus? I don't remember what he, I think it was like 20. Yeah, it was
0: 18, 19, 23, 26. Yeah, so, so
1: they're going to be like, oh, here comes the Baker-Makefield breakout, and then they're going to play him this week against Pittsburgh on the road, and he's going to get like 10 points. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll be the most dropped quarterback. Avoid that situation. Don't just start Baker. Yeah. Um, I want, I mean, when we say Baker is back, what do we mean by that? That's the first thing. <laughs> Back like, to being what's the average quarterback? What, <laughs> what is he back to? Yeah. Um, I, my thing is like <clears throat> over the second half of the season, I was sitting here thinking, like, are we gonna have a Baker Mayfield breakout? Um, maybe a little bit, like him and possibly Darnold. Yeah. So like all off season, we get to sit there and talk. Yeah, about No, how I Baker think... Mayfield and Sam Darnold are gonna have good <laughs> good years next year. I think I think you
0: could definitely make that case for both those guys because their schedules. Yeah. Uh, um, and it, they've especially Mayfield's been so bad beforehand to oh, start this season trash. so yeah i think he's too good of a player and i know a lot of people don't like Mayfield but i do think he's still a decent quarterback right where they um
1: they also i he's he's very similar he's he's more mobile than uh, the ogs Peyton manning tom brady I feel like it's. He, um, I feel like an old man saying they're the oldies now. People say people compared him to Brett Favre, which is yeah. So he can move around mm-hmm. and he likes to sling it, obviously, which is where he draws comparisons to Brett Favre. His problem is that people have been calling him a one-read quarterback, and when he gets pressure applied to him, he just doesn't know what to do. Yeah, he he literally just throws it to the first guy, and it causes interceptions. It does all of that. So, like Miami. I think they had, like, the fifth worst rush, uh, like pass rush in the NFL. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously they couldn't get to him. But next week against you know Pittsburgh, are they going to be able to get to Baker a lot more than they did the first time around? And if that's the case, you know, does Baker Mayfield struggle? I noticed their offensive line during the stretch of games where Baker Mayfield has, like, improved yeah. and the offense has gotten better. The pass protection has been better. So if the pass protection continues to improve, Baker Mayfield is, is going to be a good quarterback it's only a matter of time. I hope it's a breakout. Because I love Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Love everything about him, but uh, he's I don't know. He's a, he's He's an interesting player. I, I just, it's, I think, I think, I feel, I have a feeling that he's going to get like eight points against <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, no, at Pittsburgh, yeah, I wouldn't be. But then, 10 it, 10 then that's what makes me nervous is that then he, then, but then he could come out after that against. I know, Cincinnati, but, but it's like then 20. it makes
1: me question as as a as a team who's moving forward rest of season probably streaming quarterbacks. I don't want to get like if he has a good game against Pittsburgh, then I want I want him on my team the following two weeks, but it's like. It makes me kind of feel gross if he has an eight-point game, and then i got to pick him up and start him, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Loses all his confidence. Um, TJ Moore is playing like a wide receiver one. He had 28 fantasy points, I believe, this yeah. week. So um, finally – The last three weeks has been – I mean, honestly, the last – like There's finally a receiver. Uh, I, I, told, I really liked Curtis Samuel. And there was – in the fantasy football world and community, there was a large amount of people – Hyping up Curtis Samuel's route running, and he's a great route runner. He's speedy. He's very talented. He's a good, very good, good, player, player, good yeah. football player. But DJ Moore is a first round pick and a special talent. And at some point, this was going to happen. Yeah, like I, I just don't understand why people thought it was going to be Curtis Samuel. I think Moore there was a t- there was
0: Moore. like a week in the offseason where you agreed. You were actually on
1: that train. What Curtis Samuel? Yeah, but then you hopped right off. Yeah, I was like, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I love DJ. Uh, I loved it's because DJ Moore was going up and up and up to normal people. And I was yeah, like, this that's is no true. longer yeah, he was like a sleeper yeah. bike. I, where he was drafted, I still wouldn't want him on my team. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's been that's worth it, though, actually, early. if
0: you look. What's his numbers? Um, He's had – so he's – I'll go through the whole season very fast. 9, 13, 12, 5, 12, 12, 6, 13, 16, 13, 28.
1: He just needs more consistency. Yeah. And I think that comes he hasn't had a quarterback play.
0: He hasn't really had a big game prior to this one, but he's been – you know, relative. relatively, he's been a wide
1: receiver too. Yeah, um, I he's at this point in the last few weeks, at least, he's been playing like a wide receiver one. Yeah, um, I'm curious. Really quickly, when did he have that last 13 point game? Was it four weeks ago? He had his first 13 point game. Oh, his first? It was week two, actually. Okay, after that, the last what's his last four games? Uh, twenty eight, thirteen, sixteen, thirteen. Okay, so this is the numbers. So, DJ Moore, over the last four weeks, is the number two wide receiver <laughs> in fantasy football. Oh, wow. Uh, over the last four weeks. So, he has 72 fantasy points. The number one you wide know receiver you, is a guy by the name Michael, of Jarvis Landry. Th- Michael, not Michael Thomas? It's Jarvis Landry, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, and Michael Thomas. Even though Michael Thomas is 21, 21, 21. Oh, because you know, he had a bye. It, he had a bye in between yeah. there. <laughs> he had a bye week. Um, um, so, yeah, DJ Moore. I, at you this know, point, is he breaking out you know a little bit? The, I, I would, I would
0: say yes. And you know what's the best part about it? Yeah. Taking going back to week six, so the week before his bye, right? He had ten targets, nine targets, ten targets, eleven targets, fifteen, and nine. Whew. So he's getting it at least nine targets a game. What is that going back
1: to? Uh, week six. Let's take it back to week six and see where he lands. That was also he. There was also a buy. So between he was there. the? Um, yeah, there was only. In the top ten, there was only two receivers that played seven games: Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay. DJ Moore was number nine. Okay, among he had ninety fantasy points. Michael Thomas had one sixty. So he's been a low end wide receiver one since since we, since his bye? Yeah, since but no, that was
0: that cuts into his bye. So he oh, played yeah, one yeah. less game. So um, and his rest is he plays Washington and then Atlanta the next two weeks. So he should have what's his fourteen and fifteen Atlanta and. His 13 is Washington, his 14 is Atlanta, his
1: 15 is Seattle. So Seattle's a little bit tougher. But Seattle's by eight, a, not by a lot. Yeah, and it's at home, so he could get away with a decent game. Um, the thing that scares me, about DJ more the most, is he is getting more targets, but it's just his quarterback's Kyle Allen. <laughs> yeah. So it's not really like – it's better than uh, – I hate saying this, but it's better than Cam Newton. Uh, because Kyle, no, Kyle, well, Cam, Cam M- Newton's a better quarterback. He doesn't, doesn't throw Allen the ball as much. He yeah. passes it yeah, more.
0: Yeah. I got you. Uh,
1: So he's playing like a wide receiver one. He does have an easy schedule to end the season. We'll see if he can continue it. And the only thing, I wanted to talk about this because I faced Derrick Henry this week. Okay. And so I'm sitting there, you know, just watching, you know, the the freaking Jaguars game because I had Leonard Fournette. And uh, there was a 70-something yard run for Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry just freaking owns the Jags for some reason. (laughs) Um, He broke like two, three tackles and ran it for a touchdown. And then they kick it off after Derrick Henry scores, right? I think they actually might have called it a no touchdown, I believe, and then he punched it in from the one, but I can't remember the sequence. But anyway, so they kicked it off to the Jaguars. The Jaguars fumbled, and then Derrick Henry ran it in for another touchdown. So he scored uh, two touchdowns in a matter of 14 seconds. (laughs) Wow. Which he started before that play, Rick. He was at seven fantasy points in half PPR, seven fantasy points. After that play, he was at 25. <laughs> After that 12-second sequence, all of a sudden, he was like, literally, I think a lot of people like closed their phone for like five seconds during, during you know, went to go grab something to eat while watching football. And then they opened it again, and they were like, why am I in the lead? <laughs> what, what happened? Uh, Derrick Henry happened. Now, um, I was, we were talking before the show about Derrick Henry and uh i don't like Derrick Henry at all. Yeah, i, I you haven't and i don't know, know why. Season. I don't have a reason. I don't have a reasoning. I told you because he, it's because he can't pass catch. Um so, i all he does is run on the ground. And <clears throat> it, ca- it kind of caps him a little bit, you know what i mean? Like he still has a big weeks, but his bad weeks come f- more frequently than a guy like Leonard Fournette would, you know what i mean? Have them. So um, I just wanted to mention that sequence. Is there anything else from Sunday that you were just gawking over? <sighs> For me personally, it was just a
0: personal thing. It was Jarvis Landry getting thirty, thirty-one fantasy points?
1: Yeah, because I was facing
0: him. So, <laughs> but the Browns, the Browns, Odell had a good week. Mayfield had a good week. Yeah, Jarvis Landry had a good week. Now they were playing the Dolphins, like I said, which is a giant asterisk. But yeah, they have a pretty good end of season schedule. So keep an eye on all those guys. Right. Uh, let's talk. And, about Nick, Nick Chubb had a good game too. Oh
1: really? Yeah. So everybody did. Tw- <laughs> oh yeah, 20, yeah. Twenty five. Yeah. I yeah. faced both of them and still won. Both Henry and Chubb. Um, let's 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 do some waiver wire ads. What do you think? Okay. So we'll start with the. What do you want to start? Quarterback position. Wow. <laughs> Actually, no. I uh, will start with the running back position. <laughs> Forgive me. So, um, like I said earlier, Rashad Penny. Probably the number one waiver wire ad of the week for uh, normal people who have brains. Um, he's worth a uh, sneaky little ad late in the season. It just depends on how much work he gets. I think a lot of people are going to be like picking this guy up. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot wait until Sunday morning when I get all the should I start Rashad pending questions. <laughs> and, uh, and and that will be a resounding no. I'll just tell you right now. Yeah, I'll, I will you know. point you to my podcast and I'll tell you to listen to this episode right and here. And skip to exactly this part. Yeah, show. I don't even know what the minute total whatever is. Whatever it's going to be. Yeah, whatever it's going to be. Uh, But Rashad Penny, I think he's a great pickup. He's only owned in 23% of the league. Especially if you have Carson, too. I think he should be on your team. Yeah, I, you know, especially as a handcuff. But right now, I mean, he's he's not. He burned people, and they dropped him, and they don't want him. And now you can go out, pick him up. If you have a, if you have a roster spot, go out, pick him up, leave him on your bench, And just wait. (laughs) Yeah. And then if, if Chris Carson does fumble again or do something stupid where they bench him, and Rashad Penny shows more and more that he can take the lead role, then you got a free running back off the waiver wire. But it's just more of a speculative ad don't pick him up in anticipation that he's going to be able to be something fantasy relevant right away. Yep. Um, Because it it only depends on how well Chris, like if Chris Carson goes out this week and rushes for 200 yards and two touchdowns, then uh, Rashad Penny won't see the field rest of the season, (laughs) but it just depends on what happens. If Penny has another really good week this week on like 12 to 15 touches, you know, you're going to have a running back that could actually be good. Is there any other running backs that you're, uh, you're gawking over as you prepare for week 13? see, there's not, honestly, there's really not a lot on this list.
0: Um, you could consider Snell, who, if James Conner continues to miss time, because He's Jalen's... He's missed a lot of time. Right. He, and you don't, like, that injury feels like a nagging injury. So if he misses another week, he could be a good pickup, because Jalen Samuel has been brutal. Yeah. Um, and they've clearly gone away from him. So he could be a decent pickup. Other than that, you're just handcuffing, to be honest. Right. Um... Some of these guys, unless the like Nahine Hines.
1: I'm trying to think of anybody Frank else. Frank Gore. That. <laughs> Frank Gore. You got to have the gore.
0: Blake Pollard is right. just a handcuff at this point. I'm just trying Madison's to see if any handcuff.
1: surprises this week on the waiver wire. Um, Mostart scored a touchdown, got him 13 fantasy points. Oh, um, boy. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Um, yes, yeah, now these are the numbers that he had. Um, when he played this week, because he had twenty one freaking carries. Yep, he had ninety eight yards, which is around That's five 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 yards a carry, good so, somewhere around that. Um, and then he only had one target <laughs> for <laughs> for five yards, yeah. one reception for five at least yards. He caught it. Yeah, at least he caught that one target. <laughs> um, he could be. What happened to Jalen Samuels in the game? Did he just not I play? Think he just stunk. He's he's blown. Yeah, he
0: he when he's been out there, he's not been good. Every
1: time people think he's gonna he be like, like ten, I
0: fell into that trap too. It was against Cincinnati. You think that's a good matchup? No. And then just he blows all of a sudden.
1: Um yeah, so he there's
0: had, he had a two oh he had two carries for six yards. That's interesting.
1: So Benny Snell actually is is a very good pickup this week. He's only owned in four percent of leagues. I fully agree with you. If James Conner continues continues to miss time, Benny Snell is going to be the guy that takes the work, I think, at this point, um, I like Jalen Samuels too. That's just too bad. He blows. Yeah. <laughs> um, How unfortunate. Let's talk about some wide receivers. Um, Robbie Anderson keeps uh, you know hyping people up and then ripping the hearts away yep. of many individuals who play him. Um, I <laughs> I don't I don't know. Should you pick up Robbie Anderson? I probably wouldn't. Honestly, <laughs> he had um, at this
0: point. Well. His, yeah. So you might actually want to consider it just because
1: his end of season schedule. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I've talked about that for weeks. It just is like, a, it's so tough. It's literally so tough. Um, what did he have? 16 fantasy points this week. He yeah. just doesn't. He doesn't get him and what's his dink? Jameson Crowder. What's they, his dink? Yeah. What's his dink? They just don't get enough targets to be considered. Like it's so if, weird because no Robbie one week, one got, week
0: they will. Like one week Crowder will get his fourteen targets and he'll right. go off, and the next week Robbie Anderson will get 10, t- 10 plus targets and he'll go off. He only has five just not targets consistent. this week. If oh he, really?
1: Yeah, okay. Robbie Anderson. So if Robbie Anderson, oh, where did he pass? Like where did he throw the football? <laughs> Come on, Sam Darnold. Uh, if he had like nine to ten targets a game, he would be a wide receiver one. I mean, I don't. He does enough to do it. It's yeah. just they, they they they. Sam Darnold's. N- when he faces a tough matchup, he kind of folds. Yeah. And uh it just isn't it doesn't look good. I think Robbie Anderson's worth a speculative ad if you need a wide receiver. Um his like Rick said, his 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 end of season schedule is just yeah great.
0: His in crowders.
1: Um Cincinnati has been actually okay against wide receivers, but they're just bad overall so brutal uh, but then he's got miami and then uh Pitt- baltimore and pittsburgh's two tougher matchups so i think if you're going to use them it would be the next two weeks mm-hmm. um but i just don't know how much you're going to get at this point waiver wire your trade deadlines probably passed last week and you you're like oh my god i need a wide receiver um, if
0: you're desperate to start a wide receiver though on the waiver wire yeah. at this point in the season you're
1: probably not in the playoffs. yeah <laughs> yeah that's Definitely for true. Um, one of the guys that we talked about last week that I wanted to point out, James Washington, um, he was a – not even just a pickup. He was a start um, mm. considering the circumstances that were uh, presented to him without having Juju or Deontay Johnson. And Jalen yeah. Samuels completely blowing. And then you have Benny Snow who can't catch passes, I guess. Um, James Washington had 17 fantasy points, despite having to switch quarterbacks and all and, that stuff. Uh, he
0: only had three catches, though. He had one big
1: play back on him. Wait, really? Yeah. So uh, Washington, uh, he continues to be somebody that could be relatively decent.
0: The problem is now with
1: the quarterback change, I don't even know if it's. Yeah. He did have seven targets, though. He did. So, I mean, I guess it's okay. Uh, but he does have Cleveland and then Arizona and then the Jets in week 16. Um. So he doesn't have an awful schedule. The rest of the season. There's yeah. No. He. So he. He
0: could be worth a pickup though, for sure.
1: Um. And then a guy that. So Corey Davis is dead. Yeah, I don't know what happened. To him. <laughs> he's, he's gone. And the guy that I told you about weeks ago, AJ Brown, can continues. Um. He is. He is a guy that just. <laughs> he's, look at his numbers. It's so ugly. He has had 11-4. Point nine, twenty two, three three, yes. nine eight, ten two, and then twenty one. So I'm sorry, I'm not. He's a he's a big play. The big thing with AJ Brown is that he's a big play receiver, and yeah. I, I think if he has a good matchup, and you need a start at wide, you know, you need a start at either wide receiver or flex because you're desperate, um, or you need a win, then. You could throw AJ Brown in there and hope for it. Ugh. Like it's gross. You got to
0: be in a bad spot to want it's to gross. do that. It's
1: gross. But what I, the reason why I say this is because at any given game, AJ Brown could just catch the ball for you know sixty yards and a touchdown. Like that's just exactly how AJ Brown plays at this point. Yeah, he's extremely talented. He's good. If you're facing a team like you're, you're, you are like you know the five seed in the playoffs, round one of the playoffs in week fourteen, right? You're like the you know five or six seed, and you're you're facing the best team, you know some of the best teams in the league, right? And you're like, I need a big game from somebody, and then you just throw crap at the wall and hope it sticks, and put AJ Brown in there. If he gets one of these twenty-one point games, all of a sudden you're looking like a genius. Yeah. But don't uh, don't throw the dart too many times at the wall and hope it hits the bullseye. <laughs> it's <laughs> you bad. But if you need a big game because you know uh, my team's just not good enough to beat this other team throw him in there. See what happens. You never know. Um I don't think he's a bad own no. if you want to pick him up, but it just depends on who <laughs> who you want to drop. Um is there any other wide receivers that you're in love with? Not really.
0: I would consider picking up Nikhil Harry, but that's
1: So, uh did you see this wide receiver here, Russell Gag or Gage or whatever however you want to say his name? Probably see Gage. Yeah. I don't want to talk about him at all because I have no idea who he is. But uh, somebody asked me uh, on Twitter this week if you should start him. And I looked at the name and I was like, I hope that's a typo. Because <laughs> I have no idea who that is. So I just told him not to start the guy. Did he do anything? Uh, if he's on this. List he, he might probably have probably did. It, it's probably like a 10 point. He didn't get a touch, 11 points.
0: I was gonna say he didn't get a touchdown because Matt Ryan didn't throw a touchdown, but he had 10,
1: 10 targets, eight reception for 76 10 yards. targets? What the freak is he?
0: Doing? I'm so glad Matt Ryan is the quarterback and not you throwing know what Julio happened? Jones. Julio Ducallan Jones really. got
1: hurt in the after the did first he? half yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I like I said, anyone else that you would not want to pick up, especially uh, around playoff time here. For uh, individuals who are at least trying to make it in Week 13, I'm just—I
0: did not know that Julio Jones got injured this week, and he's on my
1: fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, you were to this guy was too busy watching Disney Plus <laughs> and not paying attention <laughs> well, to his fantasy team. <laughs> wait
0: a minute, let's calm down he's just doing, a second. Here.
1: He's going to defend himself.
0: You can't tell me there's heat on Disney Plus, bro.
1: Um, when there's NFL football on, see, we were. Like, I was. I had NFL football on every time I'm like, it wasn't. Every time I'm like, oh great, I got to watch this football game, and then I think, oh my god, there's this time, you know, in the summer where there's just baseball on. So and then I'm like, okay, I'll watch a football game, and I enjoy it. It's, meanwhile, you're I had watching, football on. You're bro. watching. There Lion, was football on. You're watching Yo. Lion King one and a half. No, all right,
0: listen. <laughs> I got no comment on this. I had I had football on. Okay, it wasn't. I, I believe you. I believe it you. It wasn't.
1: I don't. Was, d- I had my laptop. You like kind of had to because uh, I yeah. Anyway, um, I wanted to see your uh, start of the week. David Njoku. Did he miss the game? He didn't even play. Yeah. He didn't even play. All right. So, uh, <laughs> do you think David and Joku's uh, a pickup at tight end this week? Uh, he actually yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I th- with, with Baker playing better.
0: Baker playing better, better schedule. He in his one game this year, he got eleven fantasy points. Um, <laughs> he's just for like, a hey, tight he's end, on the No, no, point. I'm saying for no. A t- I'm just saying how I'm many saying, good tight
1: ends are there in fantasy? No, it's, true. Like f- it's true.
0: Five, six. Right. Um, and I'm going With gonna your boy Darren say Waller say yes. going down, and I, mean. I, I,
1: would also say with the return of Darren, uh, Darren. Waller. <laughs> Listen, bro. I'm just saying he hasn't been great, bro. Yeah, it's because Tyrell Williams needs to get hurt again. <laughs> I don't know why they just decided not to throw to Darren Waller anymore. It's kind of annoying. If you have him, he's better than like 90% of the So Yeah, that's true. Uh, David Njoku is a good ad. He's not a bad ad. I think it's going to affect – like so Baker has been throwing it a crap ton to Jarvis Landry, and I think the return of David Njoku is going to affect his target share a little bit. Uh Um, But I think he's a good ad. I just don't know how much he's going to get targeted in the offense. So we'll have to we'll have to see. Everyone wanted a piece of everything Browns in the off season, and now it's like please stay away from Browns players altogether. I know. Um, but anyway, they're getting better, so we'll see what happens. Um, there's also Mike Asicki, who our writer Adam Hutchison. Okay. Uh, he he predicted a breakout. He had 28 yards and touchdown. Well, gee, Whitakers, of, that's a cu- couple of catches. It sounds like it's like ten, about, ten about yeah, ten point points. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and he's owned in uh, 12% of leagues. If you're desperate, don't have a tight end at all, you need tight end on a week-to-week basis. Uh, watch for the matchups and see if Mike Kosicki would be a good ad. Outside of that, I don't think there's any other tight ends that you <laughs> no, want to really get. No, not really. Um, is there anyone else you wanted to talk about on the waiver wire part of this program? I think that's actually it. Okie dokie. Let's talk about our QB streamers. Conclude the show. Uh, and keep it rolling, I guess. <laughs> And um, go back to Disney Plus. Yeah, go back to watching Disney Plus and The Mandalorian. This is not an advertisement. Um, it could be. It could be. <laughs> could be Disney. Um, Sam Darnold is my stream of the week. Okay. At quarterback, you're probably going to have a plethora of individuals uh, rushing, running to the waiver wire tonight to get Sam Darnold. So if you have that waiver wire budget, I'd slap, I'd slap some money down on Sammy Darnold. And the reason why is because his schedule is about as good as it can dog get. Dirt, dog, <laughs> stepping in dog poop. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he, he's facing some pretty terrible matchups. Uh, this is a good test for him against Cincinnati on the road. See if he can actually do well on the road. Yeah, that's true. But he does have a lot well, of easier matchups the rest of the season. Um, his Week 16 matchup is bad. But outside of that.
0: His Week 15 and 16, honestly.
1: Yeah, so, so if, but to get you to the
0: playoffs, if you need it yeah. in your first game, Sam Darnold is a good streamer. The next two weeks are Cincy and Miami, so I think Sam Darnold is a good option. Uh, for me, my stream of the week is Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Uh, I know he hasn't been great. I did he, not want to do that. He had fourteen points and then I nineteen. Violated thinking about. So that. he, you know what I will say though. He didn't have it. He hasn't. He didn't turn the ball over this week, uh, he, and he threw the ball forty-eight times. So if they do that again this week against Tampa Bay, who ranks thirty first against the pass, and it was thirty second, they were the worst team against quarterbacks. <laughs> but Matt Ryan is like terrible. So um Yeah. So they went from thirty two to thirty one. But it's still a great matchup for Nick Foles and it's at home. Yeah. And the amount of times they've thrown the ball the last two weeks, I think he's honestly is
1: gonna get twenty plus this week. So tough. I, I looked at it and I was like, I should do it, and then I was like, That's so gross. I don't <laughs> want to do it. Um, that'll do it for our waiver wire ads and streaming options episode. Be sure to listen tomorrow as we discuss booms and busts from week 12, uh, discuss some matchups from week 13, and uh, and get you ready for Thanksgiving Ooh. and all that fun stuff. Ooh. So be sure to listen. Don't forget to check out our uh, website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you tomorrow. Fantasy Chips. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube, and follow us on Twitter at the FF